Good evening to those in social media. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship. Um, we come to you with our Saturday night message. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for just allowing us to come into your come on the social media platform, message you with the word of God. We are always excited to do that. Um, pray that we're being a blessing to you. But we're just going to continue on this series. We almost finished. Um, the habits of a thankful heart. Developing habits to being thankful. And so we've been talking about this and this encouraging you to develop habits. <clears throat> being thankful um, does not come out of magic because there's so many distractions, things that we go through um, that will kind of get us sidetracked and get us focusing on um, our circumstances and being negative versus focusing on being thankful. And so we've been talking different things. And so tonight we're going to be talking about um, practicing discernment, okay? When it comes to developing habits of a thankful heart, practicing discernment. You have to practice discernment. And so to give you the foundational scripture, once again, we've been coming from uh, the book of Philippians with this particular uh, series. And we're going to lift up uh, Philippians 4, chapter 4, verse 8. Okay. I'm going to read it from the King James Version. And it says, um, finally, my brother, whatsoever things that are true, whatsoever things that are honest, whatsoever things that are just, whatsoever things that are pure, whatsoever things that are lovely, whatsoever things that are good report, if there's any, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So he tells us, Paul who wrote this um, letter to the church of Philippi, he tells us what to think on. He says, if there be if any, another version said, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. Now, now, if we're honest, we, we probably have to admit that um, much of what we listen to or watch does little to sustain us spiritually because we all watch different things and it's not always spiritual in fact the, the commercial the media is designed to make us feel unhappy and dissatisfied with our lives so we buy whatever the advertiser tells us to sell see all these commercials so the christian even even the christian entertainment christian entertainment sometimes isn't even better it is a product of the same kind of marketing machine okay so when we're looking at stuff you know when we're reading things that are not helping us <clears throat> be thankful now it can affect you so it does matter what you watch and what you read and he likes to even christian entertainment it's not even what it used to be um sometimes things that are deemed as christian material christian media uh, doesn't always live up to what is not in line with the Bible. And sometimes it's being affected by the culture and what the culture wants and what the culture expects. And so even with Christian media, but we're talking about here discernment, 
being discernment. Okay. But Paul encouraged the Philippians in this book to, to practice. He said, practice discernment. He said, what does that mean? To search for what is true, for what is excellent, what is beautiful, what is praiseworthy, and, and to spend time meditating on these things. Okay. So these are the things that we need to be meditating on. Okay. These are the things that we need to be meditating, things that are true, things that are excellent, things that are beautiful. You're supposed to be meditating on these things. Now, what are the eight things, okay, that Paul um, talks about meditating on? We, we, we're going to deal with that. Let's just kind of go through them. We're okay. He says things that are true, things, what does that mean? Honorable, truthful, upright. The second thing is things that are honest honorable, truthful, things that are genuine, not characterized by deception or fraud. <clears throat> okay, so that's things that are honest. He's, the third thing is things that are just. And we're talking about just in, in accordance with what is right or right conduct, any circumstance, faculty that is right. The fourth thing is, is that which is pure, Pure means free from defilement or impurity. Free from defilement or impurity. When you think about something that's pure. The fifth thing, it says, those things that are lovely. So if we focus on things that are pleasing, agreeable, uh, inspiring love or affection. Okay? Those things. <clears throat> then the sixth thing here, it says, of good report. Now, what are we talking about here? Or, or saying or reporting that is positive or constructive rather than negative or destructive. So we need to focus on things that are positive and constructive, not negative and destructive. Even with what we watch and even what we talk, okay, focus on things that are not going to destroy you. And we look at, like I said, when we're looking at stuff in the media or we're looking at um, TV, <coughs> when we listen to certain things, <clears throat> Excuse me. These things can affect us. It can affect your heart as far as being thankful. <clears throat> the seventh thing is virtue or moral excellence. So we should be looking at and focus on things of moral excellence, things of righteousness, things of goodness. Okay. So, and the last thing is things of praise or praiseworthy, expressing one's esteem in others and other virtues. Okay, so these are the things that we need to be focusing on. Okay, <clears throat> focusing on these things. Now, it does not mean that Christians should avoid anything unpleasant or adapt some type of phony cheerfulness, okay? Okay, because sometimes the truth is painful, and sometimes art reveals the darker side of humanity. But great works of art can provide tremendous silence because they remind us what is good, what is important, and what's valuable. So it doesn't mean that, hey, um, we shouldn't watch anything that's kind of negative. <clears throat> what I mean by that is, there are certain um, things in history that were negative, such as the Holocaust, um, people that were put in slavery, things of that nature. 
And so when we watch those things, those things can remind us um, how thankful we can, we can be because maybe you didn't go through that. You had ancestors who went through that and God brought them out of that. So <clears throat> it's not that trying to isolate yourself and try to just totally say, you know what? Don't want to <clears throat> completely watch anything um, negative, <clears throat> but we got to be careful. It's talking about discernment. So discern means, hey, you're picky about what you're going to watch. And I won't use the word picky, but you just you pay attention to what you watch that it does not affect you to the point where you become very negative, very destructive. Um, you just got to be pay, paying very close attention to that. When we seek out the best that human beings have made, um, we celebrate the gift of creativity that God has given us, a gift that reflects um, his own delight in the beautiful and the good. So when we seek out these things in human beings and media, um, you, you're seeking out, as I said here, the beautiful things and the good things that God has made. So we have to be very discerning at what we watch and the things that we're looking at. And the things that we are focusing on, because they, it will affect you as far as being thankful. When you go down that rabbit trail of just watching the news and a lot of CNN and things of that nature, uh, it can put you in a negative mindset. Now, I'm not saying don't watch the news because we have to know what's going on. But don't get in the habit of, of just focusing on things that are so negative. It tells us we 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 ought to really focus on things that are pure, lovely, honest, true, a good report. <clears throat> Those are things that we need to really discern and ask the Lord to give us, you know, um the ability to discern what we should be watching, the things we should pay attention to. Because you may not be able to, the Lord may lead you not to watch certain things. And as you grow in Christ. There are certain things that you shouldn't want to watch. And once again, nobody's perfect in anything. You may not be perfect in watching anything. But as you grow in Christ, allow the Holy Spirit to let you know, um, to speak to you and says, hey, no, you don't need to be watching this. This is too much. This is not good for you. So you notice Paul's word. He says whatsoever. Okay. Notice what he said. Some Christians think this verse can only be feel by thinking on church things or religious things. But Paul said, well, so it falls into um into those these these eight categories. The category that we talked about should be the focus of our attention. Okay. So we just think, hey, you know, well, that whatsoever just church things or religious things. No, it's not, we don't want to, it doesn't necessarily mean you can't watch anything secular. Okay, so we won't don't want to just say or oh, isolate ourselves or put ourselves in some type of you know monastery. You know where hey, I'm just gonna you know close myself from the world. No, this is not what we're talking about. But just be discerning and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us to what to watch and what to pay attention to. Okay, so therefore, it is not only things about spiritual truth that is important. We also need to be able to discern natural truths from lies and think on those things. So we need to pay attention 
to the things, also natural things, because our lives should not be compartmentalized into spiritual and secular. Okay, truth is truth, whatever, whether it be a church of home. So truth is truth, whether it be church truth or just, you know, home with natural things. We should um, think and deal justly, whether whether with our Christian brothers or sisters or with the public on our jobs. Okay, so we don't want to compartmentalize things. Okay, to the point, you know, I only want to focus on church stuff. You know, there are some natural truth that we need to focus on. And like I said, it's not only with our brothers and sisters, but with the public on our jobs, focusing on these things that are true, that are honest, that have good report, that are pure. Okay. It's not just about spiritual things, but things in general, also natural things. So we should keep our minds stayed on the good things God has given us in the natural, such as family, um, our health. Um, work just as we should think about righteousness, justification, forgiveness, and so forth. Okay, so it's all here goes together. You should be thinking on things. So you don't have to just be thinking about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus um, 24-7. Okay, 365 days a year. No, like I said, you have family. You can enjoy health. You um, go on vacations. Um reminisce of things that you did in the past i mean you know that help you so these are things we're talking about paul said whatsoever that's what he was saying it's not just isolated to spiritual church things it is also natural thing so focus on the good in every area of our lives is what paul was he was advocating this is what he was advocating focus on the good of every area of life in your spiritual life and your health and your work and your family life everything is inclusive in this failure to recognize god blessing everyday living will cause us care and anxiety so maybe you've left out some areas in your life okay where you haven't recognized god's blessing we're talking about remember recognizing the always word discerning okay so when you don't recognize God's blessings in your everyday life, okay, maybe you're anxious. You, this is where your anxiety is coming from. You have to be able to discern, okay, the blessing of God in life in every area of your life. Ask God to show you, okay, the blessings. And so you can develop habits no matter what's going on. Recognize God's hand in even the smallest things, okay, will cause peace and will keep our hearts and minds following hard after the Lord. Even the smallest things, okay, even the smallest things, okay, can, um, we should be able to see and will bring us peace, okay, it will bring us peace if we just focus on the smallest things just the smallest things because it goes on and says hey finally so let me read it from the um new living translation and he goes on and says so my dear brothers this is one final thing fix your thoughts i love the word fix because when you fix on something it, it, you zoom in on it it has your attention fix on your thoughts on 
on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and praiseworthy. And I like where verse 9 says, keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me. Everything you've heard from me and saw me do, then the peace of God will be with you. See, notice it says, hey, then the peace of God will be with you as you focus on this thing. See, maybe you're praying about peace. Okay, you're praying about peace, but you haven't. Um, you know, focus on your mind on these things. Peace will come after you focus on these things. Okay? When you begin to focus on the thing, peace will come. Maybe you don't have peace. Well, maybe you need to start praying and ask God to help you to focus on these things. These are the things you need to be focusing on in order to have the peace of God in your life. But if you're not focusing on these things, if you're not paying attention to these things, if you haven't um, made it a practice, develop a habit of to focus on the things that are pure, that are lovely, then you're not going to have the peace of God in your life. And so you, we, God has given us peace. but and, Or maybe you're praying for peace. Well, that's the wrong prayer. That's the wrong way to pray. A better way to pray is God help me to focus on these things so that I can experience your peace because once you begin to focus on these things, you will experience God's peace. So if, if we consume a media indiscriminately, we risk becoming cynical and shallow. So, you know, don't become so picky with, Hey, you become cynical and shallow where, you know what, as I said, you just so spiritual that, you know, well, let me use the way I can say so spiritual, there's no such thing, but you become so zoned that you, you're not able to enjoy life. Let me put it that way. We want you to be able to enjoy life. As I said, it's not just wrapped up in scripture, the things we're talking about, focus on these things. It's, it's, it's every area of your life. It's the, it, it's the spiritual equivalent to living on chips and soda. So when you don't pay attention to what you're um, watching in the media, TV, okay, maybe you have a spiritual diet just like chips, eating chips and soda all the time. So what are you watching? What are you paying attention? Do you have a, a spiritual chips and soda diet? Are you watching stuff that is affecting the way you see God, the way you see people, the way you see your marriage. Are you focusing on those things? Well, that's just like it says, you got the wrong diet. You have to learn how to focus on the thing that is saying here in Philippians 4 and 8. Focus on those things. And I know he said, well, you know what? That's not easy. Well, the same was easy. Once we're talking about here, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about practicing. Okay, we're talking about uh, developing habits. And so when you develop habits, that means you spend time doing it over and over and over again to become second nature. Okay, to the point where, hey, you're not focusing on the negative. You've become equipped to focusing on the positive. Why? Because you spent time doing it. 
So if, I, if you're finding it difficult this year to be thankful, okay, this is maybe you need to change your media diet. Okay, you need to change your media diet. If you find it hard, if it's difficult for you to have the peace of God, to to be happy and to and you always complaining or you know you just struggling, you're having a hard time. Maybe you need to change your media diet. Maybe you need to change what you're focusing on. Okay, because that means that if you don't you don't have the peace of God. And if you're not experiencing the peace of God on a consistent basis, that means that something is you're not focusing on it. You're not learning how to be thankful for the things he has done for us and the things that he is doing for us. And so how do we do that? Well, Paul tells us Romans 4 and 8, I mean, excuse me, Philippians 4 and 8, where he says, hey, think on these things. Think on the things that appear, that are honors, that are worthy of praise, you know of good report he says the we these are the things that we need to be thinking on okay so let me pray for you father god in the name of jesus we thank you for your word on today god thank you for giving your people those who are listening a mind to focus on the things that will bring them peace the things that will bring things that have good reports the things that are lovely God, and as they begin to meditate on those things, I thank you that right now that you're changing their heart. Even if somebody have experienced some type of traumatic experience, God, I thank you that you're healing them mentally and spiritually of that particular thing. That they begin to focus on you and how good you are. How good you are, even though they've experienced some traumatic experience, some hard experience, even though they're going through a tough time right now. God, I think that, that as they begin to meditate on how good you are, that your peace that will come upon them, that peace that surpasses all understanding. We thank you for doing that for them right now. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back with you again next week on another lesson on the habits of a thankful heart. Once again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.